How you doing, Kurt? I'm doing great, Paul. More importantly, yeah. How are you? I'm really well. Really? Not just well. You're really I'm just well. lying. I'm lying. <laughs> are you just that well? That was like my polite answer. Like, yeah. As if you were a friend I hadn't seen in 10 years who hey, saw Paul. me at the supermarket. Like, Paul, how you doing? Really well. Really, really good. Yeah, but I don't want to lie to you or the no. listeners. I'm never no. really well. I'm status quo. You're fair to Midland. Yeah. Yeah. I'm average for me. But average for you is good. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Kirk. Mm-hmm. Not too long ago on this very podcast, yeah. you said to me and our listeners yes. that you actually mm. wanted to watch on Disney Plus a documentary about the Beatles. A very long documentary. The Get Back documentary. Yes. Have you seen it? I've watched 82%. 82%? Of episode one. Of episode <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I watched this documentary as well, knowing that you were planning to watch yeah. it or at least interested in watching it. And I thought, not too long into part one, Kirk's not going to like this. <laughs> it's... I was looking forward to it because I do like documentaries and music documentaries and yeah. how things are made. Mm -hmm. And so I was looking forward to it. And um, I, I, I dial it up. And I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. Look at all this old footage. And wow, look at them with beards and mustaches. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, they're only like 28. And then here are, my, here are my three takes on it. Okay. Number one, the original director's a moron. Michael Lindsay Hogg. Yes. Okay. Says a lot of stupid shit. Sure. Yeah. I mean, look, young people in the late 60s. Yeah. I guess that's his excuse. Yeah. But some of those things, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, when he had, like, ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just sitting around going, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Uh, number two, mm -hmm. smoking is cool. Yeah, <laughs> there was so much smoking. So much smoking. Yeah, the content warning had to include, like, warning. Yes. This contains smoking. And I was like, oh, come on, we're so, we're such babies now. And then a few minutes into it, I was like, wow, they never stop. It's, it's constant smoking. It's cigarette butts on the guitar. Yeah. It's cigarette butts on little wires. Yeah. And I was like, there's a lot of smoking. And they make it look cool. I've said before, and I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. I think I have. Smoking doesn't make you look cool. It enhances what you've already got. Yep. If you are a doofus-looking loser smoking, it makes you look even dumber. Mm -hmm. If you're already cool... Yeah. And you're smoking, it you look even cooler. Yeah, and they all look cool smoking. Yeah. My favorite part of all of this so far mm -hmm. is them sitting around talking smoking and they're like, Should we get some cocktails? We should get some cocktails. Let's get y'all yeah, some beer. Mal, yeah. Mal, yeah. Mal, yeah. I love that. And then yeah. they, the cocktails come and they're lovely and they're just like, let's drink and smoke and create. Yeah. That was my favorite. Third take, the Beatles are boring. I mean the Beatles aren't boring. They're boring. They're at work. Sure. You. This documentary is nine hours of people clocking in for the day and working. Yes. 
That's what it is. Yes, exactly. In fact, I was I was taken by the fact that like, oh, they work Monday through Friday. Yeah. And they show up at nine o'clock and they're like, oh, good morning, George. Good morning, yeah. Richard. Really yeah. And then at like noon, they're like, oh, it's lunchtime. And they go to the cafeteria. Yeah. Like, they come there to work. Yes. They're not fucking around. Yeah. And they're also, it's a fly on the wall documentary. So they're not there to entertain you. No, and I usually like fly on the wall documentaries. Not, yeah. I just, if they replace the Beatles with Albie Sure. <laughs> And made it the making of ineffective. That's mode. fair because, but you knew going into this that yes. it's not a band whose music you care about. Yeah, yeah. So the whole like where they're waiting around for John and mm-hmm. get back starts happening. That was interesting. But other than that, I'm like, as I'm watching this, I'm going, I don't hate it, but am I going to watch seven more hours of this? No, absolutely. I don't not. think I am. I absolutely did. But I, I didn't know going into it that it was eight hours, that it wasn't, that the documentary was just pure fly-on-the-wall footage yeah. from, like, what Michael Lindsay Hogg shot with no, like, talking head, no voiceover, yeah. no other documentary trappings. And I loved it, because yeah. I'm a huge Beatles fan. But I couldn't help thinking, like, this is crazy that this is on Disney Plus and was so highly promoted, because it seems like such a... Thing for completionist fans yes. and not for like a general audience. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely completionist fans. Yeah, who are like Beatles? Like I want to. Beatles fans are like I want to see this happen. Was there ever a moment where you're watching, going, "Let me just see him get to the roof"? Not really. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't want to rush it. I liked. Okay. I mean, I had it on while I was kind of doing other things, and it was. I didn't pay strict attention to mm-hmm. it. I didn't sit and watch it on my television for eight hours okay i don't think i could have done that i have too much adhd and it's it's not that it's a lot eight hours is a lot it's a lot like look i love watching them play don't let me down 18 different times (laughs) i know i'm like wow did you guys nail the song yet yeah (laughs) oh there's more you only watched 80 percent of part one (laughs) jesus christ yeah they don't get to the roof until you know halfway through part three oh my god but then it's the whole 42-minute rooftop okay. concert. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, there's no way Kirk is watching no, this. No, I don't think I can continue on. I do have... I have a question. Mm-hmm. Before I have a question, I have a, uh, a, another comment. And not a hot take, though. Yeah. Um, having... Not being a Beatles fan, I have no interest or anything in the story of Yoko Ono, did she ruin the Beatles, all that bullshit. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I don't know her stuff except for Art of Noise, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But watching that, I'm like, hey, why are you here? Like, not for, like, you don't need to be here, but, like, aren't you fucking bored? You're sitting there next to John yeah. for what looks like the day. Yeah. And I'm like, aren't you just fucking bored? You're at, like you said, you're at someone's work. Yeah. And I'm like, do you really want to just be there for the, the guy's work day? I think so. I guess like, so. Like, they just wanted to be together. I had sort of the opposite takeaway. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I, I was, like, looking at some of the reactions to the documentary. Because as much as I, it does seem like a four-fans-only type yep. of thing, it's been a big deal. It's been very popular. Yeah. There's been a lot of chatter online about it. And I saw some article. It might have been on the website that I work for or mm-hmm. not. I don't remember. But it was, like, takeaways I had. Or it was I think it was even a TikTok. Yeah. And one of them was no, no. This was this was an article, and the whole focus of the article was like I watched all eight hours of Get Back, 
And it turns out that it was, like, super weird that Yoko was there. Oh. Like, like her presence is, is like, I didn't expect it to be off-putting, but it's so weird. And I was like, really? I was like, I knew that she was there and that it was a point of contention with the Beatles and that's part of the story. And I was like, wow, I wonder if it's going to be off-putting if I watch this documentary. And I watched it. And it wasn't off-putting at all. She's just there. No, she's she's just not there. interfering. No. She's not, like, talking. She's not She's not getting in their way at all. And I had the opposite. I was like, and it's not like she's the only other person. No, there, there's, like, the roadies are there. Sure. The camera crews are there. Linda's there just as much as Yoko oh, I didn't is. I see that yet. Yeah. And there's, like, two Hare Krishnas. That was the, yeah, that was the thing. Is There's a couple of Hare Krishnas just sitting on the floor rocking back and forth. And Ringo's like... Who the fuck are those yeah, guys? And they're that's like creepy. And then someone was like, they're George's friends. And George, like, Jesus George Christ. And I'm yeah. like, that's so much worse than that's Yoko weird. just being. 100% that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people talk so much shit about Yoko and George brought his fucking Hare Krishna yeah. friends. Who were like, just sitting there. Cha- oh, so that was yeah. off buddy. Everyone had visitors the whole time. Yeah. Uh, there's a really fun scene that you didn't get to yet where it's like late night one mm. night when they're recording and they have Billy Preston with them at this point. I might watch a little bit of that. And that day, Linda brought her daughter, Heather, mm-hmm. who became Paul's adopted daughter when she was like six years old. And she's just there hanging yeah. out and like, you know, playing Ringo's drums and just being a six, six-year-old. Yeah. And then there's a long scene where they're just sort of jamming and she's like dancing and oh, having that's fun. that's cute. But it's like, yeah, they all had they're visitors all the there. whole time. Yeah. Why is Yoko so picked on? She didn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. So for me watching it, it wasn't so much, why is she there? She mm-hmm. doesn't belong there. I was like... It was like, why do you want Why do you want to be there? Because yeah. it seems fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> Holy God. Thank God you brought some knitting because yeah. it's boring. I think John and Yoko were really just obsessed with it. They're just... Yeah. I think that was it because yeah. like, also because like you're sitting you're not like in the corner yeah you're like right up ne- like right up in his grill the whole time yeah she is sitting like right next to them while they're playing but again she's the least she's quiet as she church saying anything yeah she's like the least present person in the yeah. room she might as well not be there it's like clear she's like just there to be with John yeah. and not fuck them up exactly Exactly. There was no like, hey, I have a thought. Yeah. Or whispering to John, hey, what if we do it this way? Yeah. Yeah. Um, segue to my question. Mm-hmm. So, once I finished my 82% of the first episode, <laughs> yeah. I started asking a lot of friends, because I have a lot of Beatles friends, friends, and I was like, hey, are you Team John or are you Team Paul? Uh-huh. Everyone is Team Paul. Oh. I In my really? life, in my own life... I don't have anyone I, see what you I did know there in my life. In my, oh, hey, I did. I, I'm so dumb. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> That's is that from Get Back? In my life is a John song. It's on Help. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a pretty good song. Yeah. Um, I don't know anyone who's like, oh, I'm so Team J. Everyone I've talked to is like, oh, it's Paul, or it's like, I don't give a shit. I don't know what Team John. No, I think people are kind of. Our, John's reputation has suffered as people mm. have learned more about like he was physically abusive to his wives yeah. and like you know cheated on Yoko the whole thing with May Peng and the long weekend and so there's a lot of like anti-John stuff okay. which I'm on board with I'm team Paul you know? yeah I knew you're team Paul but do you know team Johns sure people still love John okay. but I think probably it's more like the boomer contingent will still be team oh John. it's like old hippies <laughs> who yeah. like did poetry and are like oh it's always John but once again, I've seen a completely different thing. 
in reactions mm. online, especially from young people who maybe aren't as familiar with the Beatles mm. or the Beatles story from watching this documentary, a reaction I saw before I watched the documentary, and then I watched it and had the opposite reaction. Oh, yeah? Which is a lot of... It's like the hipster thing, I guess, to be like, actually, my favorite is George. Yeah, he's the one that really matters. Yeah, I saw a little and bit I of that, And I saw too. a lot of that about the documentary. It was like, wow, I watched this, and I realized that, like, Paul is a huge asshole, and George is the best Beatle. And I was like, okay, I'm interested to watch the documentary and see mm. that angle. Like, because I, I already very well know why the Beatles got tired of Paul. Mm. And he gets blamed often, yeah. probably rightfully so, for them ultimately breaking up. But I was ready to be like, ooh, I want this documentary yeah. to make me like George more. And it made me hate George. Oh, uh, hot take. You haven't watched the whole part one yet. No. But the whole thing where, like, you know, he writes songs too, and every time he sort of presents a song, he kind of gets dismissed. Yeah, they're like, uh-huh. uh-huh. And they're like, okay, George, whatever. And the famous... I've always, like, read the dialogue of the famous mm-hmm. argument with Paul when he says, you know, whatever you want me to do, I'll just tell me and I'll do it. Whatever, well, I saw that, Whatever yeah. will please you. Yes, I saw that. And when I saw it, it didn't strike me as that contentious or sarcastic. No. It almost seemed like he was actually just saying, like, come on, man, just, like, say it and I'll play it. Like, yeah, no, I got that vibe, too. You always hear about how much they fought during these se- yeah. sessions, and I was like, they never get angry they yeah. never scream and shout or curse at each other it's always cordial it always seems kind of respectful and polite yeah. and maybe it's just like different generations and how rude to to each other people are now yeah, how much we suck now although what you haven't seen is at the end of part one george quits the band i did hear that so i watched a little bit of that yeah. too um so it did get kind of heated but you know then they bring him back yeah. it had happened before ringo quit the band while they were recording the white album it made, but I found George very kind of whiny okay. about all that shit. Like, shut up! Just like, okay, man. Like, just don't be a crybaby. <laughs> See, when for me, I saw Paul, and maybe it's kindred spirits, but it's one of those things where he's like, "Well, we got to practice. Yeah. Got to come up with songs." So let's do it. It made me more on Paul's side. Yeah, me too. All the stuff that I understand annoyed people while they were watching it and kind of led to all the fighting. The real reason the Beatles broke up and they alluded alluded to it in the intro and then the Beatles said it very specifically out loud is Brian Epstein died. Yeah, okay, yes. And then they had no manager. They didn't hire a new manager. They were like, we'll just manage ourselves. But Brian Epstein is the guy who, you know, told them to put on suit and t- suits and ties and, like, made them... He was the businessman yeah. who made them what they were as, you know, Beatlemania. And when he died, they didn't have that... You know, they sort of splintered. They didn't have that... I I think Paul even said, like, a father figure. Like, yeah. a daddy. He to be like, it, okay, yeah. boys, now do this. Yeah, do Time to do your work. Which they needed. Yeah. And... Paul was like, well, if no one's going to try and corral us, then I guess I will try to exactly. do that. Because somebody has to. Yeah. Nobody's telling us what to do. We have no plan. Yeah. And Paul's just a type A guy yeah. who's like, 
we need a plan. We need to lay out, like, what are we going to do this week? What are we going to yeah. do today? Let's make a schedule. Wholeheartedly agree with them. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm that guy, yeah, too. That's what we do. That's our jobs. I hate when I'm trying to make plans with friends and everybody's just like, eh, whatever you want to do. And I'm like, fucking contribute. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're a band. Yeah. Let's all kind of, you know, work. Give me something that you want or don't want. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. But what it became was, like, Paul's bossing everybody around and taking over the band. And also, he's... The most musically gifted. Yeah. So he's like, you know, sort of coming up with get back spontaneously yeah. in 30 seconds. And George George comes in with like, I worked super hard on this song. It's I, me, mine. And you're like, oh, okay. You're, like, you're right. This is better than get back, George. Although it's insane to me that they, they put I, me, mine on Let It Be. And they didn't put All Things Must Pass on Let It Be. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that is because all things must pass is a beautiful song, and I mean mine kind of sucks. I mean mine does. I, was, I, I didn't even I, when I heard that I was like, oh yeah, yeah. that song sucks. But I I did kind of like the scene of because uh, it's a waltz. It's yeah. a three four and when John, they were dancing when John and Yoko yeah, were dancing. That was cute. Too. That was really sweet. That was cute. And also it was just also just nice confirming like Ringo's like, what do you? Yeah, sure, I'll do this. Great. Yeah. Oh, we go. We go. Okay, do this. I'm just gonna be here drumming. Okay, we're done. Okay. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. That's a great way to live. Yeah. I've never talked about the Beatles this much. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I could... Look at the Beatles ring on. Yeah, just let's do this. I'm gonna, what I would think I will probably do is dip in and out. Because I want to see George leave. Yeah. And I want to see Billy Preston. And I want to see some of the rooftops. So I think I'll probably pick and choose. Yeah. Which I'll cherry pick. At the very least, go to episode three and, and, and sort of scan forward to when the rooftop concert yeah. starts and watch them. I think I'll definitely do that. But the whole eight hours, I was like... Meh. Too much. The most fun part about watching the rooftop concert, I think, in this documentary was, you know, very quickly after they started, the police came to yeah. try to shut them down because there were noise complaints. And they have, like, a split screen of, like, the band performing mm -hmm. and, you know, the police in the front office trying to get access to the roof to shut oh, them down. Like, and, like, talking to the receptionist, yeah. like, while the band's performing so you can see, like... That's a cool moment. And some of the performances from the rooftop concert are the versions of the songs that are on Let It Be, that are, like, the album versions oh, that you know. That's very so you're cool. like, oh, yeah, while they were recording what became the official version of, of Don't Let Me Down, it's like the police are like, we have to get up there. We need to get up there. Oh, yeah. that is very interesting. Okay, I'll check that out. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, they did steal that idea from you, too, so. <laughs> I guess it's okay. I guess it's a good idea. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they that's got a fact. In, they got in their Wikipedia. yellow submarine time machine. Yeah. And, yeah. and they went, "Oh, we should do that." Yeah, the Irish guy. Oh, you know, Bono was up on the roof. We should do that too. <laughs> yeah, they went back and said, "George, I have an idea." Yeah, George's like, "I don't want to do it." <laughs> but what about my song? <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, awesome yeah that's awesome yeah I'll definitely cherry pick it so. can, can we record another one of my C minus songs <laughs> my C minus songs <laughs> he, he wrote some great songs but he wrote some C minuses <laughs> up and down I guess he would be yeah yeah I uh yeah I, I'm glad that you agree with me about Paul after I read I so many people like Oh, now I get it. Paul is such a jerk, and that's why they broke up. I'm like, it's infuriating. No, it's infuriating because we're that way where it's like, 
someone has to make the trains run on time, but no one wants to do it. Yeah. And they blame the person that has to do it. Right. A hundred percent. He was telling me what to do. It's like, yeah. well, you had to do something. Yeah. There's a, you gotta have fucking yeah. do this concert in like two weeks. Yeah. What the fuck are you gonna do? Oh, it's not fair that we record so many of his songs. Well, he's fucking writing and performing them yeah. and, and you've got zip. So. Yeah. Don't hang out with the Hare Krishnas all night. <laughs> Take a night off from them. And that's why we're editors. That's right. 100%. <laughs> that's why we do what we do. But I'm glad you watched it. And uh, if yeah. you continue... I'm going to cherry pick and I'll come back with any any hot takes I have. I'll yeah. definitely cherry pick. Okay. Well, let's get to the music trivia quiz. Fuck yeah. You... We, last time we had a tie. It was a push. It was a push. So At one. We each got one. Yes, but you are in the middle of a streak. Yeah, you had candy, had the candy. game before that. Yeah, so you are trying to get candy again. Yep. I am trying to stop you. I'm ready. I won't get candy if I win. No, you will get candy. I will get win. candy if I win. So I okay. am excited. So you ask me first, since you're defending. That is correct. I ask you first, so you're taking from mine. Yeah, I'll, I choose. This card. When if it's I feel like you were you were trying to <laughs> I like marked it. Well, no, you touched it, you can't What if this one's just all Beatles? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Then I'll do well. Okay. Cover notes. What former member of the Weavers adapted a biblical passage for turn turn turn? I this is embarrassing. I know only one member of the birds. So I have to name David Crosby. Okay, it's the Weavers. Former member of the Weavers. Oh, Turn, okay. turn, turn is a bird song. Oh, oh, to every... Yeah. That song sucks. And you're, you said David Crosby. Yeah. Pete Seeger. Oh, oh, I guess I guess that's a cover of a Pete Seeger song? I had no or idea. Is, yeah, sure, whatever. Mom, who's, quote, sweet as apple cider? That's all I get? That's all you get. Oh, that's a fuck you. Who's quote-unquote sweet as apple cider? Uh, Sweet Lil Harriet. Just says Ida. Okay. I mean, come on. That's bullshit. Uh, 50s. What blues great recorded as Birmingham Sam, Texas Slim, and John Lee Booker? John Lee Hooker? Correct. Okay. Nice one. It's kind of a giveaway in the last. Yeah, that was helpful, but still. 60s. What novelty number about the Beatles Mm -hmm. did the Carefreeze score with in 1964? I hate the Beatles. (laughs) You're so fucking close. Yeah. We love you, Beatles. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, wow. Never heard of that. Never heard of that. Uh, You have one. After Beatles. Who sang lead on the Surviving Beatles collaboration all those years ago? Uh, Ringo. George Harrison. Oh, okay. I don't understand what that means. Who sang lead on the Surviving Beatles collaboration all those years ago? Maybe that's from after John died? And there was a Beatles collaboration called All Those Years Ago? Yeah, I guess. Wow. I yeah. Okay. The three of them made did something. I had no I idea. I took a, I took a guess. All right. Shit, I only have one. Anything goes. Yeah. Which Rachmaninoff piano concerto? <laughs> you you, have, you get to this. A, it's a multiple choice. Which Rachmaninoff piano concerto was dedicated to his hypnotist, the first 
the second, or the third? The first. The second. Ah! Uh, that was a rough one, man. God that damn, was that was a difficult card. Yeah, that was a way difficult card. <laughs> All right, man, you only need one more time, uh, yeah, two we, to we, win. We saw what happened last time, so we'll see. All right. I just need to get one. We're going to tie it 1-1 one, one again. Oh, that'd Jesus. be really sad. Okay. Cover notes. What U.S. gender bender has Bernie Toppin written lyrics for? Elton John. Incorrect. Alice Cooper. Now, I think that's an unfair question. Yeah. I don't think Alice Cooper is a gender bender other than the fact that he's named Alice. And that maybe he wore makeup. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's 1985 Trivia Pursuit being not woke. Yeah. Yeah. They're just not getting what Alice Cooper No, they totally, they're missing the boat on Alice Cooper too. Uh, Your mother should know. What do the seven dwarfs suggest you do, quote, when the work begins to pile up and your temper starts to rile up? Whistle while you work. Correct. All right. Tied. Thank God. We're already tied. I can't believe your mother should know you got a fucking Disney (laughs) question. Shouldn't be there. 1950s, what southern rocker sold 33 dozen eggs to finance a trip to Memphis for an audition? Hmm. Jerry Lee Lewis. You win, Cam. Because hey! what is always the answer? It's always Jerry Lee for Lewis. The 50s. It yes. always is Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. All right, let's do Expo Mission then. Expo Mission. Do you want your candy now? Not right now. Okay. I, I want to. I want to see gonna, how much. You're I can not going to pour it all in your mouth. No, because and... full disclosure. Yeah. Before I got here, I had some bread pudding. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to eat a little bit. Yeah. What group played? Oh no! I insist that you finish. <laughs> It has to be. What group played a 1967 London concert called Games for May? Space Age Relaxation. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I thought this was going to be multiple choice, but it's not. It's just a long title for the show. What group played a 67 London concert called Games for May? Space Age Relaxation for the Climax of Spring. Pink Floyd. Correct. Ah, that was a fucking guess. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Correct. God damn. Okay. After the Beatles. What technopop band takes its name from the German for power plant? Uh, say, say it one more time. Yeah. What technopop band takes its name from the German for power plant? Litzer Ebb? Kraftwerk. Oh, oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. And finally... What battle does Beethoven offer his musical impressions of in Wellington's Victory? What battle? Yes. The Battle of Algiers. The Battle of Waterloo. Oh, okay. But you got three out of six. I got three. I got par. And you won. Now, here's the thing. Oh, no. This is going to be a reveal. It is Christmas time. Oh. And you deserve... More than just the regular <laughs> bag of yeah. Holy shit! You're just a... Oh, Paul. So I got you the sharing size. That is so awesome. I'm going to open it up now. But what did I say when you won? I have to eat them all? I expect you to eat them all. I mean... What's it? Uh, had I known I was going to win yeah. and have this wonderful share bag, mm-hmm. because it's the holiday season, yeah. I want you to choose the, play, the, the color you want. Yellow, please. Okay. Yeah. We're not eating any of these because we can't. There we go. There's the yellow. Mm-hmm. There you Thank go. You oh. Know. Oh yeah. 
It's like like when you open up a baggie of weed. <laughs> I think, and you smell the chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna eat a couple because I did have bread pudding here yeah. uh, right beforehand. It's pretty good. Uh, I mean, did... full disclosure, obviously, you're gonna get that anyway for Christmas. Oh, that's so sweet. But oh. it does still stand that you've increased your streak. You get to try again yes. for more candy next time. I still can't get candy. Mm. I'm taking these on my trip for vacation. They'll be eaten on the flight there. Yeah. So that's four in a row for you. Oh, is that three? No, that's four. No, no, it's four in a row. Yeah, that's right. Got candy. Is four in a row. Yeah, your streak is now at four. Look how much better we're doing now that there's a prize on the list. I know it's crazy. Yeah, it's like we care. Yeah. <laughs> Incentivization. Mm-hmm. But that's it for the mini episode. Bye. Bye.